Hi, welcome to the PJ Wellness Show. We want to help you change your life in just 25 minutes. I'm Patrick. And I'm Joanna. We're young at heart with plenty of great lifestyle tips. And lots and lots of cool information to get you healthier and happier. Every week, we'll be talking about subjects and tackling the questions most often asked with solutions we know can help and sharing simple, actionable tools and tips that you can use every day to move you towards your goals. Just for fun, each week we feature our Google Buster question around the subject of the week. Google Buster questions can't be found easily anywhere. But you can find the answer on our splash page at pjlifestyletransitions.com and on our Facebook page. And now, let's get started. Woohoo! We took a brief holiday break, and I also hope that you did too. And Joanna, welcome back. Thank you so much, kind sir. And on top of everything, I hope that your holiday was safe, healthy, and happy, of course. And we also hope that our tip sheets on our peachy plan and take it up a notch for winter have been helpful for you. Uh, If you missed either one, we'll put them in our show notes again this week. So there you can continue to indulge without too much backlash. Anyway, in case you missed the blog, To connect the dots through our break, just pull up our Living Well blog so you can catch up on our initial post on identifying your goals. Today, we'll take a more in-depth look at how to set them. As we always love to do, we're breaking everything down into manageable and time-sensitive detailing so you can set and achieve your goals because that is our goal, that you can achieve your goals. Uh, and you can email us at pj at beyondyourscale.com, and we can deliver both to your inbox. And when you sign up, we'll send you our free 10 easy steps to lifestyle transitions so you can breeze through the season with a healthier and happier perspective. Now, to get you started, try tackling the most attainable first. For example, begin mastering the art of the daily to-do list. It's harder than you think, but with practice, you'll be a successful expert in no time. Now, a good rule of thumb is our eat the frog rule, and we've spoken about that many, many times. Simply put, list the most difficult and undesirable tasks first. That's your frog. Get them out of the way early, and you'll feel confident and accomplished. The rest of the list, I'm telling you right now, will be a lot easier. You can include tasks from different categories too. We believe in the power of checklists because we know that each task in each category that you've completed will bring you to a healthier and happier lifestyle for you and yours as well. Okay, so before I get to my story, 
Our Google Buster question this week is to do or not to do lists. And we'll answer at the end. So stay with us because there's always a difference of opinion. Some people say lists are no good. Some people say lists fix everything. We, of course, belong to the latter. We think that lists are the cat's meow. So as I was saying, my story as per to-do lists, I even went so far as to design my own lifestyle checklist because I realized how much easier it was to accomplish what I wanted in a variety of areas in my life, both personally and professionally, if I broke my list down into 90-minute windows in as many areas as possible. So we've put a link to our lifestyle checklist in today's show notes so you can check it out. One caveat though, until you get the hang of the list, don't put anything on your list that you know can't be done in the day. And don't be afraid to carry over. I mean, life does get in the way, so you can't beat yourself up because stuff happens. The more you check off, the better you'll be at building realistic, doable daily to-do lists, and the more confident you'll become as the process becomes more second nature to you, as all habits, good and bad, eventually do. And remember, as Patrick likes to say, it's not a decision, it's a process. And once you master the process, everything else gets easier. So next, try your hand at a weekly plan. And with everything that could be more easily accomplished and neglected, pay special attention to the realistic details as per your time, your money, the effort you can put in, and the support you're going to get. A great way to right-hand you is a good old-fashioned weekly planner. You can choose your planner to reflect your mindset because what you believe will always affect your process and, obviously, the results. So if you think of the little train, I think I can, I think I can, make your planner a place to begin realizing your goals. If you prefer digital, which some people do, I don't, I like writing it down, no worries, but teachers and psychologists have proven the efficacy of learning retention when you write things down. It lends credibility, accountability, and confidence, as well as illuminating trouble spots and perhaps over-the-top entries. Once you see things in black and white, they're always clarified and obviously easier to put into play. Yeah, it's something that we're going to talk even more about. I'm going to talk about a little later and also uh, next week, uh, how important it really is to write your goals down. But uh, ditto for all for your monthly to-do list. The key is to correlate what appears on your daily and weekly planners and then let the changes evolve as you write up your monthly plan. Connecting your lists more and more will become apparent. The good, the bad, the functioning, the unrealistic, and everything else. Allow the changes in your daily and weekly to-do lists to evolve each month and reflect the progress that you've made and perhaps the goals that you've revised. It's always okay to carry goals over, but as long as it's written down, you won't forget. So as we promised on Sunday, let's take it a step further and chat about the possibilities available when you implement a seasonal reset. And now, that's whether it's cleaning out your closet, changing your diet, maybe adding a savings or exercise plan, or deciding to spend more time with those you love or your career. The seasonal reset is a great way to kickstart your goals. It also, and I'm going to be talking about that a lot more, brings in feelings. We know flexibility to adapt and evolve is vital to achieving your goals, and the seasonal reset is just the ticket to get you there. Start with compartmentalizing so you won't be overwhelmed. Don't try to clean the whole house each season. Just begin with your closet, for example, or the living room, or the kitchen. 
slowly make your way through area by area. I'm telling you right now, it's far less intimidating and eminently doable. And finally, just as vital to your goal-setting success is your version of the master plan for your life. Do you remember those questions? I always hated them. That employers ask that most of us found invasive or annoying? Where do you see yourself in five years? I would always shudder and say, I don't even know where I see myself in two weeks. The reason we don't like the question is it forces us to examine what our goals and expectations are for the long range, for the future. And that's very intimidating since there's so much that can occur that might be out of our control. So make it an easier adventure. Just remember that each list, beginning with your daily to-do, gives you the building block for the next list, the weekly planner, and so on and so on. Each can help with the next phase of your goal setting. So just jump in and get started. Remember that all you need is to remain flexible and allow changes to evolve. Keeping all that in mind, your master plan will eventually seem clearer, more attractive, and manageable. Well, let me tell you, the key to turn your never-ending to-do list is to turn it into actionable goals. And like us, you probably have a daily to-do system. I don't know. You might write them on your phone. You might write them on a piece of paper, on, on, on sticky pads, you know, yellow notes, whatever it is. But here and there, you've likely experienced the high that hits on rare afternoons when you get through it all. Everything on the list is checked off. Your inbox is empty. That's a great feeling. But of course, unfortunately, that feeling is usually fleeting. Within minutes, inbox zero is gone and to-dos are piling up again. Wouldn't it be great if you could celebrate that sense of accomplishment for more than a millisecond? Not just once in a while, but every day and every week? And you actually can. The key is understanding the difference between task-based reminder lists and measurable, actionable goals. But what's the difference between your daily to-dos and your daily actionable goals? In its true form, a to-do list should be exactly what the name implies. It's simply a list of action items that need to get done, each one taking no more than an hour or two at most, maybe even sometimes only 10 minutes. And if you're on a call with Sandy and promise to email her a project report by the end of the day, guess what? You add a reminder to your to-do list and it gets done. Now, goals, on the other hand, are defined by Merriam-Webster as something you're trying to achieve. It's a dream you're turning into a reality. With goal lists, you're no longer just emailing Sandy a project report. You're setting an objective to wow her with your creative cover and maybe some killer testing procedure specs. Where a lot of people go wrong is mixing the two together. A to-do list can easily become an overwhelming catalog of everything that needs to get done, instead of a cult list of the action items that will help you to stay on track and reach more fulfilling achievements. Question, of course, always is, how do you do it? Well, your first step is, Set your overarching goals. To-dos answer a simple question. What are you planning to do today? Actionable goals, on the other hand, are your motivation. It's a feeling. They represent what you ultimately want to achieve and the results you'll use to measure and celebrate its success. Goals satisfy your feelings. They help you to create your future. They allow you to turn your dreams into reality. 
What do you want to accomplish within the next quarter? What are the primary objectives and what key results will you use to measure them? When you stop to answer these questions, your lists are transformed from simple sets of task-based reminders into productivity-boosting daily goals, each one driven by a master list of milestones. This is how your daily to-do list is transformed from a dumping ground of everything you have to get done into a key driver of success. Now, let me give you another tip. As you define the what and when of your longer-term objectives in this first crucial step, set a realistic time frame for measuring success. Give yourself at home, at work, your team deadlines you can comfortably live with. I think also it's something we mention often enough. I know that I work with it often enough, time sensitivity. So in other words, if you're putting something on a list, anything, whatsoever, the time sensitivity has to factor in. And where people get lost, I found, is they're either too vague and it's too global or they don't put a time sensitivity on it. So in other words, the reason I work with 90-minute windows is because you can knock things out. So as you said, an hour or two at most, and that should be the rule of thumb because that way you get that feeling of accomplishment under your belt without being overwhelmed by an endless list of stuff that you're not going to get to in any short period of time. Anyway, the yeah, second, time, yeah, time, time, time also drives urgency, and and I think uh, maybe um, you know we're uh, we're thinking about the next uh, some of the next podcasts that might be one that we might want to tackle is you know talk about uh, how do you write up your goals. So you know, just thinking about it loud. Anyway, go ahead. Food for thought, food for thought, but it's something we come back to often because you and I both know when we coach other people people get lost and they make it too vague and they don't make it time sensitive. So not only is the sense of urgency missing, but the sense of accomplishment is missing too, because everything's so spaced out and so vague. So it's always better to make it time sensitive and to limit it to a certain extent so that you can not only achieve your goal, but also feel that sense of accomplishment and success, which builds to more goal setting and achieving. So self-fulfilling prophecies. Yeah, it's your smart goal. So, but we'll we'll talk about that. We'll we'll get there. So, okay. So the second step is to break out your mini goals for project-based lists with objectives clearly defined and key results set. You're ready to break down your overarching goals into subsets of smaller projects that will get you closer to achieving your goals. For example, if your overall goal is to generate a hundred new leads. One of your project-based goals might include creating an extraordinary content marketing strategy. Or if your overall goal is to lose 10 pounds, your subset of goals might include collecting 20 healthy recipes. From here, you can further break down your subset into even more granular, actionable goals. Complete a thorough analysis of your objectives to reveal missed opportunities or to identify other unique concepts and so on. By breaking down each overarching goal into a flow of individual actions, you can redefine simple tasks as quantifiable and achievable goals. The beauty of this approach, of course, is that instead of long lists of daily to-dos, you end up with digestible, project-based lists of actionable goals. Simply start each day by taking a few minutes to pull up your outline, pick up where you left off, and be honest with yourself about what you can realistically prioritize and get done in the coming day. 
One of our tips is try out a tool like Asana or Trello to outline project-based lists and keep them separate from your daily to-do reminders. We use Asana to help us stay focused on our project goals. And like everything else, the more you write it down, the more you retain it, the more you can work it in your mind, the more you can put it into action, the more you can succeed at what you've put on your lists. Yeah, and I just want to clarify that a little bit, um, the word overarching and overarching goals is that essentially your goals need to be risky. You need to be challenged. You need to almost tell yourself, wow, can I really do this? Because that's what excites you and that what really motivates you to get the goal done. So overarching simply means you're putting yourself under good positive pressure so that you can stay motivated to accomplish your goals. Or just use a little bit of visual imagery. Overarching means you're reaching. You're reaching. You're stepping outside your comfort zone. You're reaching for something that's a little further than you might have had you not set this overarching goal. So visually, because I'm very big on that, you're reaching. You're overarching. You're putting your hand way above your head saying, yeah, 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 I want that. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, the more we talk about it, I think that should be one of our next upcoming podcasts is really how to set your goals. So, um, so we'll talk about that, Joanna. So anyway, the third step is to publish your goals and collaborate. This is the step that most people actually miss, but it is so important. And this is why I'm mentioning it here. When your daily or quarterly and yearly goals are made visible to yourself your family, your team, through daily meetings, you know, talks, stand-ups, for instance, or by setting what's in business called the OKRs, the objectives and key results, which is you know a key management tool many companies use, outstanding tasks won't leave you in a state of paralysis. When you get stuck, you can stay focused on your tasks at hand. And if you shared it with others, you'll have an engaged team including friends, family, colleagues to call upon for the solutions that you need to get, to get you back on track. Their positive feedback as you accomplish milestones can be such a powerful, powerful motivator too. So of course, you will still need to be somewhat flexible. You may have a creative idea in the middle of your project that alters your overall actionable goals and items that seem really important Monday morning might no longer be as pressing by Thursday afternoon. But when you have a master plan, each minor adjustments will take you entire staircases closer to reach wildly fulfilling goals. So get ready to accomplish your goals and then celebrate. So that leads us basically to the reiteration for today's takeaway tip. Bounce your ideas for any to-do list goals off someone you know and trust, people you know and trust. There's a good chance they'll have valuable feedback for you on the viability of your choices. The extra details and clarity can help and you'll add to your support system. So here's our Google Buster answer this week. Population is really split on whether or not to make up to-do lists. If you Google it, you'll see 50% of the world says, yes, you should, and 50% says, no, they don't work. As we've discovered, that's usually because, A, the lists are too vague, or B, the items aren't really as vital as we thought they were. 41% of to-do lists are never completed, and 50% of to-do list items are completed within a day, many within the first hour of being written down. So, writing them down, preferably on something 
Time-sensitive dated is key once you've decided that the items are truly of importance. Yeah, and I think it, it brings me back to what I said earlier, that your goals uh, need to be challenging. And your to-do list are the actions that you take in order to reach your goals. Um, you know, your goals have feelings. Your feelings and goals are connected. It's your vision. It's the dreams that you want to turn into reality. But your to-do list are the action items, the things that you need to do in order to accomplish them. And I think that's the problem. We sometimes get these things simply mixed up, but, uh, but they have two separate identities. And, and the more we talk about it, the clearer I am now on, on, on one of our next subject matters is to really separate the two. Give me a yeah, list of foods yeah. then, because you're doing this a whole thing in your head, and I'm only yeah, hearing bits yeah, and pieces of yeah, it. So you're going to have to give me a to-do yeah, list on yes. this. I did yeah, want to mention yeah. that um, in in line with everything we've talked about today, that's the reason the lifestyle checklist is so important, is these are actionable steps you can take every day. And once you've completed the list, you will have hit every area of your life that's of any importance, and you'll see what's missing, and you'll see what needs to be repeated, and you'll see what could be extrapolated upon, or what could be lengthened, or what could be added to, or what could be tweaked, or what could end up being seasonal as opposed to daily. So it's really, it's the reason I have that list is because it it really helped me itemize all of my goals, all of my actions, all of my projections, everything that I was looking to do and made it manageable in little 90 minute chunks. Yeah. And I think the importance also is that we need to set goals in different domains, in different areas of our life. Very often we just keep a to-do list for work, right? Um, and maybe a uh, 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 your grocery list, right? Yeah, but, but that's, uh, but, that's but, why I called it the lifestyle checklist. There's yeah. something for the body, something for the mind, something for the home, something for a stranger, something for the community, something for business, something for my dog, something for my friend. Yeah. And once you go through that, you, you create a composite for yourself. Not only do you take the pressure off yourself to do your own stuff that day, but you also contribute to your entourage. It's just nothing but good stuff. And it breaks it down into these 90 minute windows where you can check them off. And maybe some days you'll do a little bit more in one area of your checklist. And some days you might have to carry over because you won't get to everything, but it's a good rule of thumb because it creates a full lifestyle. And I think that's what everybody's looking for. A balanced, full, you know, healthy, happy, the way we talk about. Yeah. Yeah. And you, uh, like I said before, you want to turn your dream goals into reality. So anyway, we are already a week, believe it or not, in our 28-day challenge. Today is January 7th. And just in time to rescue any damage, the overindulgent holidays have occurred. In case you've missed the first week of tips, of course, you can always email us at pj at beyondyourscale.com and we can sign you up to receive them. That way in February, once we've all exhaled and finished the challenge, we'll be ready to kick off our digital course, 28 Days to a Healthier You. Now, don't miss any of it. Sign up on our Beyond Your Scale website and our PJ Wellness show page on Facebook. Wishing you and yours a fantastic, healthy, and successful 2021. Hoping all your wishes come true for a healthier and happier you. We are here to help you to make this year your best year ever. And I say bye for now. 
Here, here. Join us and kick off a healthier, happier new year for you and your family. As Patrick said, you can email us at beyondyourscale.com. Give us your email so we can be sure to include you in our challenge and to send you our free 10 easy steps to lifestyle transitions, which will hit the spot, especially at the end of the holiday season. And don't forget to check out our peachy plan and our take it up a notch for winter. We're all about the simple steps and easy tips that can get you where you want to go. Healthy, happy new year, and may all your dreams come true. Ciao for now. Ciao. Thank you so much for spending some time with us. We hope you're feeling excited and full of new ideas about what your life could really look like with just a few small changes. Your next step is to start making these changes. If you need a little step-by-step guidance how to get started, you can find more information on our website, beyondyourscale.com. Oh, and for the answer to our Google Buster question, once more, check out our splash page at pjlifestyletransitions.com. Get in touch with us today if you'd like more help. Send us your email to stay in touch and keep joining us every week here so you can start creating the life that you really want. Have a safe and healthy week. And see you next Thursday. Say